Raiders fans. You can be here for live NFL action all season long. As the official ticket marketplace of the Las Vegas Raiders in the NFL, Ticketmaster is a wide selection of tickets so you never miss a single play. Whether you're cheering on the Raiders at home or away, find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Raiders. Welcome to the Raiders Press Pass, your credential to all things silver and black. Uh, well, we're underway. Uh, preparation for Green Bay. Um, this is a team that uh, obviously we don't necessarily know uh, as well as we know some of the other teams on our schedule. So, um, you know, it's been it's been good to really dive into them, have an extra day to process kind of what their team is like and how they've built it, and some of the strengths and weaknesses of their of their program. Uh, obviously, Matt, um, you know, he's he's done. A great job uh, coaching their team, their whole front office, putting the team together. But uh, since he's been there, I mean, this has been a, you know, a very successful franchise. Um, you know, won a lot of games, been in a lot of big games. Um, you know, he does a great job with the offense. I know they're into some transition now with uh, the younger quarterback, um, Jordan Love, and a lot of the younger skill players um, that are getting an opportunity now to really um, you know, get in there and play. They're explosive offensively. The two backs are uh, really impressive, very different um, styles, uh, but both nonetheless very difficult to handle and uh, tackle. Uh, tackling is going to be a huge deal this week against this football team. Um, Love's got a big arm, obviously can extend plays and very mobile. So uh, another quarterback, they can do something out of the pocket. So we've got to do a good job in, in terms of taking care of those things and being smart about how we defend them. Uh, defense is physical. Uh, their front, I mean, their front's big. They play a lot of players. Uh, they're aggressive. Um, you know, the linebackers are very good. Um, you know, and, and Joe does a great job of scheming it uh, to where they can make some negative plays and disrupt the offense. Um, Corners are very active and aggressive, um, and you know they've gotten their hands on a lot of footballs. So, uh, and they're very good in a kicking game. Obviously, uh, you guys are familiar with Nixon. Um, I mean, this guy is as good a returner as as will play. So, um, does a great job. Very aggressive. I mean, if he can catch it, he's usually bringing it back. So, uh, this is going to be a big challenge for our coverage units. Um, kicker and punter are very good. Um, obviously, Rich does a tremendous job with their kicking units, and he always always has his entire career. So that'll be a big challenge, too. And situationally, this is one of the top teams in the league and has been for a long time. So they're down red zone, short yardage, two-minute, all those situations. They're they're very well coached. they got a really good plan, um, and they challenge it in a lot of ways. So I'm excited to get out on the practice field um, and get started on He's still in, but he'll be out there. Uh, he'll be able to participate uh, in the entire practice. Um, you know, we'll, he has to, it's still final stages, but yes, he'll be out there. Kind of similar to that, uh, Devontae Adams, I know he was a little banged up after the game, obviously he played through it, but you know, a few days later, has he been? Yep, doing, doing better. Um, won't, won't be out there today, but doing better. Um, not going to make any big prognostications in, in terms of you know of that, but um, doing great, working at it, you know, doing everything he can to to get himself you know uh, to where he wants to be. Um, won't be out there today though. Something that uh, through the first four games, and it was kind of an area last year as well. Red zone offense um, and execution hasn't quite been there yet. What have been some areas that you um, sort of circled it that you want to try to improve on? Yeah, I think you know our ability to. 
um, you know, execute and, and, and run the ball into the end zone. You know, uh, last year, eventually, we got kind of got that going. Um, and I think, you know, the easiest way to score is to obviously hand the ball off and, and take it into the, to the end zone. So um, haven't done that as well as what we would have liked to do. And then we've gotten ourselves stuck into some of those four-point plays, we call them, where it's third and goal down there. And, um, you know, in, in those situations, there's really no shortcut. You know, they know you're throwing it. You know you're throwing it. And, you know, you got to do a good job of executing, uh, protect, get open, you know, find the single. There's a lot of double coverage that happens down there in those situations. And, um, and we need to, you know, we need to improve in that area so that we have, you know, opportunity to score on early downs, first or second down. Uh, but if we get stuck in those situations, we're going to have to execute a little bit better than what we have. <clears throat> I mean, you mentioned Jordan Love. I imagine you, took, you did some work on him in 2020, even though it was a weird. I did. I went out there. I actually went out there and and visited with him and worked him out and all that. How much uh, his progress have you seen? Even though he's been kind of sitting and waiting his turn, how much progress have you seen in him? What you see now compared to then? Yeah, um, I mean, he was obviously very successful in college. You know, had a really good career and put up a lot of numbers. Um, you know, he's. He's a he's a very smart guy, mobile, big arm, um, can access all areas of the field um, in that regard, and does. Um, the ball definitely travels down the field with this offense and this coordinator, and you know Matt does a good job of doing that. Um, you know he can make plays with his legs, extend them. Um, you know just as a as a young player, you know I've watched every snap that he's played, and it hasn't been that many before this year, but um, you know it just. Now it's starting to he's starting to gain experience and understand situations and I'm uh, just a he's a dangerous guy you know and he's got a lot of skilled players that are explosive around him um, so you know he's a he's a big challenge you know because there's a lot of things he can do that hurt you um, you know we're gonna have to obviously contain him and and try to you know keep him from making big plays but. Uh, had a lot of respect for him coming out, and you can see that he's made progress, you know, more comfortable in the pocket, um, just developing into a good player. What do you remember about him as a kid? Say it again. What do you remember about him as a kid from visiting him? And uh, visit was, you know, he's a great kid, smart, um, understood their offense really well, um, you know, just, you know, did a lot of things well for them, you know, and they had a very successful season as that year before I went out there and um, offensively and, um just, you know, we had an interest in him like everybody else did, you know, as a talented guy, didn't necessarily know exactly where um, he would fall into draft and uh, figured he would go somewhere early. And, um, and obviously he did. <clears throat> you mentioned his big arm. Uh, how, how big of a test is that going to be for the back end, especially because they've connected on a lot of deep shots this year? They have, and and they've gotten a lot of de uh, defensive pass interference penalties as well. So, I mean, it's like one way or the other, they're gaining 50 yards, you know, so... Um, you know, we've, we've, we've talked about it. Uh, we know it's going to be part of the game. Um, you know, that's, you know, they, they, they definitely will test the, the deep part of the field. Uh, you got to be disciplined. Um, and even if you're down there on them, uh, the ball may be coming anyway, you know, and he's, he's already shown, um, you know, uh, the ability to drop it in there, even if the coverage is tight, uh, give his man an opportunity to touch the football and make a play. So got a lot of guys that can run too. Uh, this is a fast team and um, they use them the right way and try to get them down the field. And um, we're going to have to be disciplined and we're going to have to defend the ball when it's thrown, even if we're back there. Uh, certain you know ways the games have, have played out have dictated how you used uh, Michael Mayer. Mm -hmm. um, 
but yes, maybe in the, in the blocking game uh, quite a bit. Is there, you know, just sort of a, a motivation to kind of get him a little bit more involved? And how do you go? Yeah, I think there's an evolution just in general, um, you know, offensively with with where we've been, where we're at. Again, I think, you know, a lot of guys can do things with the ball. And so we need to try to, you know, get, you know, as many of them involved as we can. The tight end group, certainly. Uh, some other guys we've already talked about, you know, at receiver. And, um, you know, I think part of what we've struggled with is, you know, when we've turned the ball over early in the possession, we're just losing however many plays that is. You know what I mean? Turn the ball over on the first and second play of a possession and you're losing eight, ten plays possibly in a drive that you don't even get to have. So um, we got to take advantage of all of our opportunities to have the ball. Um, we, we certainly want to involve all of our offensive skill players. They're here for a reason. They can all do things, and we got to do a better job of getting them the ball. <clears throat> Daniel Carlson, how much more freedom does that give you offensively to be aggressive? I mean, it you know, depends on the situation, but certainly, um, you know, he's – um, you love having him and, and AJ. I mean, uh, all of our specialists have done a really good job. And um, but Daniel, you know, you you can you can do a lot of different things with a kicker that you have a lot of confidence in. So um, you know, he's he's been the same guy every day that I that I've been here. So I love having him here, and um, you know, have a ton of confidence in him making any kick that he's a part of. With Garoppolo, obviously there was a little bit of kind of vagueness in terms of like when he suffered the concussion against the Steelers. Um, did, that, did that lead to any sort of conversation with him and, and maybe an increased focus on maybe trying to identify situations where, where a guy may be, you know, out there on his, on his legs? No, I mean, it, the reality is if they, you know, if they if they get hit like that and, and they feel a certain way, um, you know, we have everybody looking at it and all the rest of it. So if it's not reported, you know, by the player, you know, and you don't know that it really happened or how it happened or what have you, it's hard to really see that. So uh, we've advised our guys if they get hit and feel a certain way to make sure that they communicate that right away so that we can protect everybody because their safety and health is important. It's the most important thing. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll continue to do that. And again, sometimes they may get hit and feel it as they, as it, you know, as it goes or not necessarily feel it the same. Uh, I'm not a doctor, but I know that's happened before. Um, but no, we would just advise them all, be honest and open up front. Tell us if something's really bothering you so that we know and we can do the right thing. Jacoy so um, Bennett's playing time went down a little bit uh, on Sunday. Is that just and then watch from the silence? No, he was dealing with some dealing with some stuff. So tough kid came back in and, you know, really did a good job. So no, nothing, nothing performance based. And then Brandon Faison, is there any uh, update on nothing yet? Still on the still in the designation again, you know, we have, you know, as, as soon as as soon as that's able to be a discussion, then, you know, obviously we would we would encourage that, you know, but we can't speed up the process. So he's still doing everything he can rehab wise to uh, hopefully return as soon as he can. Nate Hobbs, we saw him. Won't be out there today. Uh, him and Tay will be the two that won't be out there today. You just have a pretty solid offensive line. Can you just talk about the challenge that you feel like the, your defensive line has taken, not just with them this week, but also throughout the season, and also about the first reps you've seen from Nesta J. Severo? Yeah. Um, let's start with Nesta. You know, um, you know, learned learned a lot uh, from the, the handful of reps that he was available in, in, in the game for. Um, you know, he's a, he's a powerful guy and competes in practice, really practices hard, earned an opportunity to play last week. And 
uh, like I said, I think a lot of our young guys, you know, are learning, um, you know, as rookies here and when they get their opportunities. So uh, hopefully we can, we can make some progress from the things that he saw. Um, yeah, it's a physical group up front. And the two backs, I mean, like I said, there's um, this is this is like thunder and lightning, you know, and in terms of the differences, their style, the way they run. Um, you know, Jones is elusive, fast, slippery. Uh, seems like he never runs other than full speed, no matter what he's doing. Um, breaks a lot of tackles, really an open field space player that gives you a lot of problems, catches the ball out of the backfield well. Um, and then Dylan's a downhill. I mean, he can pound the ball and it's hard to tackle. And their offensive line is really the catalyst for all that, you know. So uh, they do a good job on the edge of trying to get, you know, some, some yards to the perimeter and, and really get the, the corner hooked. Um, they do a lot of different things, pulling schemes, traps, et cetera, uh, inside that take a lot of cohesion and communication. Um, it's a tough it's a tough group to defend. You know, they do a lot of things well and they give you a lot of different looks, a lot of personnel groupings, a lot of different things inside uh, to have to deal with. And their receivers will block, you know, so um, as a unit, their running game is, you know, it's very diverse and difficult. And um, we're going to work hard at it today. Josh, when it comes to having success running the ball, how fine is that line between play design and actual want to from from the line being able to open those lines the, the desire i guess i mean i think everything's important in terms of you know having success um i think that you know i always look at it you know and think what can we do better to put our guys in the best position possible to have success um you know and i think you know, whatever we choose to do and, and, you know, no team just runs the same two or three plays, you know, you can't do that in our league or we would have no success. But um, whether it's a double team, a draw, a sweep, a outside zone, inside zone, toss plays, um, there's a lot of people that have to execute their job fundamentally well with the right techniques and the right finish and uh, be aggressive and physical uh, in order to get the running back started through the hole. You know, I thought we definitely had some flashes of that last week. Had a couple plays where maybe there was somebody near the line of scrimmage, but for the most part, I thought we took a step forward in terms of trying to keep the line of scrimmage clean. Again, I think part of part of this whole conversation is control of the game. You know, and control of the game means, you know, you're controlling the score, controlling the line of scrimmage, getting out in front, you know, being able to establish. Because every run is not going to be a seven-yard run. I mean, we all know that. So, But you need to have attempts. You need to be able to get your attempts up because you have the ball. You possess the ball. You take care of the ball. You don't turn the ball over. And then you can continue to stick runs in there. And eventually some of those runs in the first half that – you know, might be for two and three, end up for five or six, you know, as the game goes on. So um, I think there's there's a lot of things at play there, Paul. I think it's execution. I think it's play design. I think it's, you know, I don't question any of our, our guys' desire to want to do their job the right way at all. Uh, they're working their butt off to try to get it right. Um, but I think we just, you know, collectively as a unit, as a team, you know, we got to play well early in the game, try to get the, you know, the game where we want it, and then try to see if we can't establish the type of consistency and rhythm and commitment to it that we want, you know, when we're not behind and trying to catch up and, you know, trying to feverishly gain, you know, points quickly like we have been the last two weeks. So I think that also, you know, kind of, wears away at the running game because you just can't stick enough in there.
How did uh, getting Josh so involved in the passing game with all the receptions? Yeah, how did that bleed into the success of playing the ball? Yeah, I think, you know, I mean, look, if they if they drop out of there and they want to try to pay attention to, you know, Tay and uh, Jacoby and some of our other guys and, you know, and give us some space underneath, I mean, those are extensions of the running game. It's not run plays, but – um, you know, he's, I mean, he's been a great pass receiver since, you know, I mean, since he came into the league in terms of being able to catch the football and make yards with the ball in his hand. So um, every time we get it to him, whether we hand it to him, throw it to him, toss it to him, screen it to him, um, you know, to me, it, those are good plays, good opportunities for him to make plays with the ball in his hands and, and use his ability in space. So um, he's done a good job of whatever we've asked him to do, and he's going to continue to work at uh, putting this whole thing together so that we can keep running it better. <clears throat> Talk about four-quarter games. It seems like the first and the fourth quarter has been successful. The second and third have been the struggle. Where does that come from? Yeah, uh, you know, if there was one answer, I would, you know, I would have, I would, you know, but I think it's, you know, you're ready to go early and try to start the right way, but also then, you know, maintain that consistency in terms of our overall execution. I, I really do believe taking care of the ball is really, you know, an important factor to just our overall team playing uh, up to its potential. I don't think we've, you know, we haven't had a game like that, you know, and, and that's our responsibility is, you know, let's go out there and play a, a turnover free game. You know, what does that look like? We don't know what it looks like yet. So um, will we play better in the second and third quarter if we don't turn the ball over, if we don't, you know, give them extra possessions? Um, you know, I, I would imagine we would, you know, and that's what our hope and goal is, is we go out there and try to play a complimentary game where each phase, you know, helps put the other phase in a good position, you know, to go out there and do its job the right way and keep competing. So, um, again, w until we do that, it's hard to say, you know, well, let's make 17 different changes because we really haven't played the game that way. And that's what we need to, you know, and that's that's our job. That's my job. How do you as a coach try to prompt that sense of urgency within the team to kind of motivate them to get out there and uh, really um, – keep up the momentum that they might get early on in the first quarter throughout the game? I don't think we lack, I mean, you saw that the last two weeks. I don't think we lack urgency or, um, you know, it's not like we need a, a win one for the Gipper speech, you know, out there in the middle of the game. I know that the play might not have necessarily reflected um, the effort that we were trying to play with in terms of our overall production, but... Um, I mean, I think you can see in the second half of both of the last two games, you know, everybody's trying to do everything they can to fight. And it's not like they're not doing that in the second quarter, the third quarter. I have no I don't question our team's desire or fight or effort ever um, come to work every day with a great attitude and mindset. I think it's just our overall execution and ability to try to play a clean football game, you know, and, and every phase has their things that they have to get done every week. And. You know, they're different each week. You know, this week's challenges are different than last week's and um, such is life as you go through the season. So we're going to need to do a good job with who we have to contain on defense, how we have to handle, you know, the their best players in the kicking game. What do we got to do offensively to take care of the ball and be productive and score? And ultimately, if we do the right things and we play the game the right way, I think, you know, it'll feel a little easier to us, not in terms of the opponent. The opponents are really difficult, but in terms of the way we're making the game feel. Thanks for listening to the Raiders Press Pass. For all things silver and black, download the Raiders app and visit Raiders.com. 
Raiders fans. You can be here for live NFL action all season long. As the official ticket marketplace of the Las Vegas Raiders and the NFL, Ticketmaster is a wide selection of tickets so you never miss a single play. Whether you're cheering on the Raiders at home or away, find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Raiders.